This week on the Big Eyes Podcast, emotions run high as we look at the latest chapters of Demon Slayer, The Promised Neverland, and Zipman. All this only on the Big Eyes Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. I am your host as always, LJ. Thank you so much for tuning in. Oh man, what an emotional week in manga and not even just the chapters I'm talking about today, just in general, just a lot of things going on in different stories that are, you know, that were just tugging at the heartstrings. But I mean, the bigger thing is too, is that a few big mangas are coming to an end uh demon slayer obviously the promised neverland uh, is looking like it's about to start wrapping things up even in my hero academia it seems that there's a a lingering of things are about to you know they're, they're getting close to the end like more so this is the beginning of the end for them but i mean maybe not these guys got a whole you know second year to go through and i'll see them ending at these kids first year but um man just a lot of things going on it was an exciting week it was actually really hard to choose kind of chapters i wanted to talk about because i wanted to talk about them all but man, you know what just let me let me let me cut the long talking man let's get straight into it uh for this week To be honest, I was I wasn't gonna originally talk about Demon Slayer this week. Um, we've been pump fake before when it comes to the death of Tanjiro, and you know, with the last time we thought he was dead, it was really just him having a flashback for like five chapters. But you know, this week, I mean, too many emotions. I mean, it was. I think you know what's funny is that even though that Tanjiro is pronounced dead, it really isn't even the. I feel the biggest thing that has happened in this chapter and I you know when you read this chapter you you know a lot of people die like that's off rip a lot of people die a lot of people that we didn't think was going to die you know they died um and it kind of gets darker uh each death just gets darker and darker as they go on but you know first you know in the beginning of the chapter we get this beautiful kind of farewell for uh Hanjima, who was the stone pillar and you know this this moment was you know it was very you know touching you know you see him with you know the the, the kids and they're all kind of just welcome him back and he gets this he gets this leader farewell uh i don't think it was really mentioned in here that he was the leader of the pillars but he kind he just had that you know that stature to him you no know, especially when you just read the story you just see how his demeanor was he had the demeanor of he was the leader uh and the, and the teacher and the eldest one of the group so the, how he kind of goes away with all the kids giving him a hug all the kids loving on him it, it felt very fitting for him especially since because he was the you know he he was that person to all the other pillars or seeing that he was that person to all the other pillars so we we start off with this beautiful you know death in a sense or this this go away for for him and then immediately we move on to Kanjiro and Igoro who has had a a very complicated relationship in this story I mean I wouldn't say complicated but it was definitely that that tug and pull of 
they like each other, but they really, you know, they don't say anything. You know, Kanjiro, she or Kenroji, she was, you know, all over the place with who she loved and who she wanted to be with. But, you know, you know them that that moment between them was something that that was hinted at before when Igoro was talking about her and how much he loves her when we started to figure out his backstory and you know the reasoning why he is the way he is but to see him you know just you know th- this moment of those two holding each other though you know and and seeing Igoro say like you know you made me feel normal when I felt that you know I was just so different from everybody else and Kenroji is just you know the the what her, she meant to the whole group and i think that's one thing that i enjoyed about this chapter is that you just you see the growth of all these characters you come to an end and come full circle you see what they meant bigger picture wise to each other and how it just ties into their personality it, you know it's just it was dope to see all these things um you know and you know the end was just, you know this beautiful moment of them just saying like listen we come back in the afterlife like let's get married let's throw this whole other life away let's just be with each other um you know and after that that's when you get the darkest moment and to be honest my favorite uh my favorite moment of this whole chapter was um you know the you know chin gawa yeah i'm butchering his name so sorry but you know you think that he is going to the afterlife and reminder that you know he's the wind pillar he's the one that is you know he was the the mean one in the group you know what i'm saying he was the one that you know when we first get introduced to him he's you no know, he's the one that's stabbing nezuko he's the one that's you know breaking tangero down he's the one that you know he you know disowned his little brother and as you see this you know i talked about him in one of the first episodes when i first started talking about demon slayer where he had to kind of redeem himself after losing his little brother genya but you know you see him in this in the moment of the afterlife where he's looking at his brother and you know he's looking at him playing with all their other little siblings and he's like what where's mom and where's you know where's mom at um and you know his mom appears and she said hey i can't go with everyone else i was such this horrible mom i was such you know this you know i i let all these horrible things happen to you guys i'm no i'm not deserving to go to heaven and he goes you know what mom if you can't go to heaven then i'll carry you to hell with me um and he's like, you know, Ginyu will be so sad, you know, so sad to see us if we were here so early. He doesn't want to see us. And then in just a, a just a dark turn, but it, it was it was this dark turn of, you know, his dad appears. Um, his dad grab you no know, separates their hands and he's like, you know, your mother's coming with me. Um you know he's screaming at his dad like you know pretty much like f you um you know his dad says you're not pretty much you're going to stay alive you're not allowed to die yet um and that just really ties into this kind of torment that he has about himself of you know he feels so bad for not being able to protect his brothers and sisters from his dad he feels so bad about you know not being able to protect his family from the demons you know he feels all these things and all this guilt and it seemed that he was finally able 
to move on from all the guilt, all the pain, all the shame that he holds in. And he just doesn't even get that moment that he still has to, you know, be alive. Um, and what a way to kind of write his story to think that he's finally going to get this fairy tale ending. And you you see everyone else getting this quote unquote fairy tale ending of, you know, you know, he gets the girl, he genuinely gets, you know, his kids back. He, you know, he looks like this huge leader, but he's not able to to get that moment. And really, that was kind of my favorite part of all of this, of how they wrote that uh, moment right there because it just it kind of captures everything that demon slayer has been capturing about like you know they you know sometimes the heroes don't win fully um you know there's still repercussions and still things that happen with everything but no after that you see you know you know you see the other guys coming but the, the the big moment is when giyu sees tanjiro and you no know, tanjiro has no arm <laughs> he has no arm he has half of a face he he's not he's dead there's no pulse and Giyu just starts crying and he you know he's just like I couldn't protect you I couldn't be there for you um you know Nezuko is running you know the the chapter ends with Giyu apologizing saying I'm so sorry that I couldn't make sure that you were alive you know I you know he feels responsible for this you know he feels that he's the one that threw Tanjiro into all of this. So he he's holding this moment. You see Nezuko running, you know, he's it's the first time we see her as a full human after you know her transformation back to one and she's running and she has to see her brother, you know, presumably dead. Uh and this is how this chapter ends. But no we don't know. Uh, last time we thought Tanjiro was dead, they announced him dead. He, you know, he came back alive and had all these different breathing techniques. So, you know, we don't know if this is the true end for him or what's going to come next, but overall, man, this chapter, I mean, it was buzzing. <laughs> I see like as the this is what everyone was talking about. This is what everyone was tweeting about this especially when this leaked. I'm kind of mad because when I I read read it when it did uh, leak out and you know i i hate that they kind of took away some of the vulgar language that was used but that's just me but you know what what a great chapter what a great conclusion is kind of drawing to i mean it's heart-wrenching it's like holy crap you know they they kill the main character at the end um you know for the second time but you know once again demon slayer is coming through with with this beautiful ending um and we will see what what will happen next with it i've really enjoyed the development that's been happening in these last couple chapters of Zipman. most importantly is with kashiro who was under a mind control and right now he is breaking out of it um you know while he's fighting his brother konami and while he's breaking out of this mind control we get a glimpse into his past and kind of a glimpse to see what really kind of drew this wedge between him and his brother uh you know there's this you know competition between them over china but you know you when you read these chapters you start to see that it was more than just this competition of this girl you know, even though Kashiro is this, you know, tech genius, he's this, you know, like once again, this Elon Musk type character where, you know, he's young, but he is very successful and he's, you know, he has all these accomplishments. He, he admits that, 
you know, the biggest thing that Konami has over him is that he never gave up on his dream to be a hero. And while they've been working together as Zipman, that how much joy he has had working with his brother because he, you know, it seems that he has not given up on his dream yet. So well, while we're looking at this development, you start to see their their relationship change. Um, you know, you get you know you get much deeper into it of what you know what it means to them to to be this. And he even admits to his brother, like you know, you keep we keep thinking that our our paths went the same way, but really in reality, I had to separate myself from you because I, you know I wanted to win my own way, I wanted to do it, but I know that you know, I, I couldn't do it at the level of you were because, uh, you know, you just didn't give up. You had, you had this perseverance. So, you know, but, you know, while it's looking like he is about to sacrifice his life or to say, well, you know, Connery comes, he grabs him. He's you no know, helping him out. He's like, no, like we're gonna, you know, we're gonna do this together. Like, there's no way you're gonna leave me to do this by myself. Um, I need you to come back. I need you to, you know, to do this with me because you're my brother. This is no fun if I cannot do it without you. And you no, know, we just get this you no know, this great brotherly love moment between them. And it just adds so much more depth to them as as characters and just gives you a little bit something more to you know to grasp on to them to like more about them. Uh and that's just what you no know, one thing that they did just super you know just well. You know, once again we're in chapter know 16 and we're starting to just get deeper and deeper into these characters which is really fun and, and cool to to see happen but at the end the art at the end is really the another big selling point you know you see them in their suits you see them about to fight um the chairman who has now grown into this huge monster but these like the last few panels were just super dope and it all has this funny moment of you know them two know talking about like hey look, we're never gonna speak of this kind of emotional moment we've had you know together again so you better you know that stays between us but you know what a you know great chapter and it's continuing to grow it feels weird that they're fighting the chairman so early so i wonder where this is gonna go with all this but overall what a you know what a great chapter in terms of just getting to you know connect more with the characters but also just you know they man they stunned on the art this uh yeah this week like they just they went crazy with it so uh if you were wanting to check it out remember it's zip man uh chapter 16 still fresh still new but yeah check it out man promise neverland is never gonna end <laughs> it's never gonna end i i keep thinking that it is i keep saying that it is it's never gonna end um, but one thing man, that they just do so well is they do write a very compelling story, especially when it comes to the characters. And this week's chapter of Peter Ravi, and we seeing his past, we're seeing what you know the the confliction between him. So you know before this, you know they have him at gunpoint. You know Peter thinks as it's over, he's done lost the families, he's done lost his army. Uh, Emma has you no know, the blicky pointed at him. You know it's just he thinks that it's over, and Emma says, "Listen, I've been suffering, you've been suffering. I don't forgive you. I never probably will forgive you. But at the end of the day." I want us to go to this new world together. Like, just come with us. Uh, and Peter has no, no, he's stuck. He's like, no, I'm a prisoner. Like, I have these things. And you look, you know, at his past. 
um you look at his brother and you know there's a you know there's a moment where he finds out that you know his whole clan has been you know his whole clan has been lying this whole time the whole rat clan has been you know lying his whole time from you know the the very beginning and to think that you know his you know his brother is pretty much like Noah. i'm gonna go against our clan i'm gonna go against everything that's going on right now and peter has this you know as a young boy he has a you know as a confliction you no know, as a young kid of do you side with your older brother who you know obviously you are looking up to who is the current leader of this clan or do you stay true to what the clan you know uh you know what the clan wanted and he oh you no know, overall you know he chooses to you know he chooses to choose his clan over the brother so he chooses the family over the individual and you know with that he even kills him you know or sets him up to get killed his own brother and he just thinks that you know what he's delusional like i will carry on this promise for us like don't you worry but you know at the end it just gets it gets pretty warped it gets pretty dark but you know he is you know you see this just internal turmoil that he is going through of did i actually do the right thing did you no know, maybe i should have gone with my brother maybe i should have you know you know not gone with my clan like what does this mean what does all of this you know ending mean and with that he looks at emma and he's like you know what you know, you keep thinking that I'm suffering. You keep thinking that this is all this is suffering. You keep thinking that this, you know, going to this new world is going to to make things, you know, make everything right and make everything, you know, happen. Um, you know, all your dreams happen. But in reality, you don't understand that humans have been doing the same thing, you know, that the demons are actually doing. And even though, yes, we they don't eat humans. But they, you know, they entrap, they imprison, they they hunt, they kill, they do all these things. And, you know, he's saying like demons are, uh, you know, these worlds are a mirror of each other. You know, the demons are just a mirror of what humans are. And just because they may go about it in a different way, it does not mean that you going into this next world is going to, you know, you going into the human world, this is going to change anything and this is going to make anything better. It's not going to make your pain and suffering change automatically. Uh, and at the end, you see him, you know, tell her like, hey, pass, uh, pass something on to my uncle and tell him cold solid. Uh, and this ends very dark, very grim, where he ends up taking a knife and killing himself, which, you know, The Promise Neverlands is a dark, you know, it, it gets pretty dark in this manga in general, but I have not seen something this wild in a, in a minute, but, you know, him killing himself, but it, once again, although this seems that it's opening another door for this manga to go on much longer and to see what they're gonna what's gonna happen in the the human world when they actually get there they you know this story of you know of conflict that has just been going throughout it's not even just him that you see this with you even seen it with uh norman when they you know when he gets reconnected with the group and he's talking about you know we need to kill the demons we need to do this we need to do that and emma's like whoa 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 like where is this all coming from 
you know, there's there's a lot of internal conflict that goes on with these characters and they highlight these moments at like the perfect time where they highlight them in just moments that just make the story so much better of just seeing these, you know, seeing these characters go through so much uh, internally. Um, but this week it was all focused on Peter. And I think that like what a, I mean, you know what? I feel that's a very solid end for him. You know, it, you know, unlike Demon Slayer, where it's like, OK, he can't escape it. Um no, he can't I- escape this this pain and guilt that he's feeling. Uh, you know, Peter, in the sense of he does the opposite of well, okay, I'll just take it then. No, like death is really my only option here to kind of end everything that has been going on inside of me. So let me just take it into this moment. And now, no, it's just the the scene of him doing it, him Emma trying to stop it. All the kids are just kind of like, whoa, what? It, wait, what is going on? Um, this is like the kind of the last thing the kids really wanted to see happen of, you know, she even, no, Emma even said like, listen, I don't want no more death. I don't want no one else dying. And for Peter to be like, you know, you know what, skip it. I'm going to take my own life. Then that's kind of a, you know, you no, know, does Emma feel that she kind of lost this battle now of, you know, trying to save the human lives and trying to make a better world? Uh, well, what, what does that feel like for her? But just a great story i don't know where they go from this um you know the obviously you know the real world and the human world is what's coming up next but do they come continue to dive deeper into the story of what the human world looks like what does this like mean for them or do they stop it here and do they you know do they get into the 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 real world and we have to draw our own conclusions they kind of you know they're they're at a fork in the road i feel with this I, I just feel that it's weird because they have continuously talked about this being the final arc, this being the final whatever, but they keep opening up doors for this thing to go on longer. Uh, at first, I was fully against it. I'm just like, no, I just end it because, like I said, it, what, you know, what if we dive into this real world thing and they try to make it bigger than what it is or make it more complicated and you know, you know it, can, it can go left or it can go really well. I just... Yeah, yeah. So, but overall, man, what a great chapter, chapter 173 of this week of The Promised Neverland. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. Um, and if you want more anime, more manga content, please follow us at the lookout RNC. If you're a fan of podcasts and you just want to listen to more podcasts, follow us at our main page at RNC radio live. There's so much, um, you know, we got so much going on, so many things, uh, happening. If you're still following the straw hat challenge, which is me reading all of one piece, you will see, uh, you know, you can catch up on that. We have a beautiful thread that's going on, uh, with that and you, you can just stay up to date. You can read it with me, but you know, yeah. Thank you guys again. Tuning in, uh, stay plus ultra peace. <laughs>